I would like to learn how to fire a gun In case it ever comes to that I think it's something everyone should know And I would like to... Southeastern Zone, 90.9 FM KSLU. This is the Experience Points Radio Show. I'm MG. Well, I'm Dustin. We opened the whole thing. I can't. <laughs> we opened the whole thing up with How to Fire a Gun by Shell Riley and the Double Ice Backfire. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Hey. This is, hey, girl. What's up? What's going, What's going on? Hey, girls. This is the Experience Points Radio Show. We drop nerd knowledge on you from every uh, Wednesday night from 9 to 10, and mm-hmm. we're doing it again just like you knew we would. Yes. Um, we, this is, we're kind of like, I feel like we're burned this week. We had, uh, <laughs> we had a, uh, we were the only ones we had a se- Ooh, what what <laughs> we uh well the the station here had uh they tried to do their coaches show oh yeah that and was then right. their stuff shut down yeah, as so, well so, so in hammond if yeah. you're uh if you're unaware in hammond we recently experienced several uh cascading sort of power failure outages and mm-hmm. tw- twice in one day which actually knocked uh dustin and i off of the internet air yeah for, we were streaming our part two of resident evil 2 and i yes we have like just the first maybe i don't know five minutes before we even were really streaming and then maybe a minute of us streaming and then the power goes out and I think that's we, pretty much it. I think we were finishing up with the police department, correct? Uh, yeah, we were, well no, we were out of the police department we were in the, like, that save area underneath the statue like right yes. after the and then that's it's like yeah we're hey everybody welcome to the the, the thing Straight click click yeah you know and, and that was it and we're we were like, right oh, on time too this time oh yeah we got way better at the stuff that we can control the stuff that we can't control that's just it, where it's, it's at. nice when our stuff ain't broken right right but um uh, real quick two okay. things about it got? uh now our next stream is going to be this monday this next monday this yes. next monday we're going to yes. do so it we're going to skip yes everything uh and between now and then Sorry. we're going to update uh update youtube and we're going to put the uh the previous stream on YouTube, so we right. did that last Friday. But and look for that. I think uh, tonight. Okay, it should be on there tonight. So right. look at experience and points on the thing, and it's this Monday. Every Monday from seven to nine, we're going to be doing a stream. Uh, yep. We like to thank our three people who watched us. No, the first no, we time. actually we had six people. Oh, we did. Uh, we it was six people. One of them was me. Yes. Uh, so and uh, thanks, mom. So yeah. uh, we had you know yeah we had three people and then me or uh, four people and then my mom and I. Yeah. So that's a joke, but it might be it might not be. Brief um, spoiler: uh-oh. I did something wrong. Uh oh. Full disclosure. Now when we were going into Resident Evil the first time, I didn't know anything right. about what was happening. I didn't realize that Resident Evil Two is very much a speedrunner's game if you do it right. Uh huh. So I was like, let me queue up at because I said let's play as Leon and at home I'll play as Claire. Right. And because I knew exactly what to do as Claire, oh, I blew through Claire's in section in and, almost no time. And not only that, I second run because when you beat her story, you could be you could play someone else. I second run as Leon, right, and just blew through it again. Yeah. So you know exactly kind of where you are in the story. Exactly. And, right. I, so much so, like, it took me three hours, no, uh, four hours as Leon on my second one. Okay. And that was right. it. So we probably got another, uh, I would say maybe three hours. 
Well, I'm going to take my time with the stuff. Yeah, because I, I mean, well, I'm slowing you down. I'm just making fun of you and everything the right. entire time. So it's, but I know you didn't the, have uh, me in your ear this time. Yes. So. But I mean, you're going to still be there, but yeah, I yeah. will always have that anchor around my leg. <laughs> you're never getting rid of me. <laughs> and then I think after that stream, after this one's done, because now as I'm thinking about it, it's, Resident Evil 2 will not be as long as I think it's no, going to be no. with this playthrough. We're going to do the Dreamcast games? Well, it's either, I so I got to look and I got to see which Half-Life Decay uh is is on like where Half-Life Decay falls in. I know there's a Dreamcast version. I might have the PlayStation 2 version. Right. But I think it's important we play Half-Life Decay. I know Bear and I tried doing that a while back and we can never get everything to work right. Okay. But I think this time it will work really well. Yeah. Um, it, with the setup we have. So I, w- I would want to play Half-Life Decay because it's not an incredibly long game either. No. Um, especially when you've got two capable people um, and you know we only have us so it'll be you know <laughs> it'll be at 120% length at this point. So yeah. should be fine. Um, all of that's going to be posted eventually on YouTube, which is at exppoints.com. Always double tap the P, but you can go to slash social and you can see our YouTube uh, yeah. links and everything. And you can watch our, uh, we have an extremely stupid game I wanted to play. Which game is that? It's called Pin Pin Triathlon. I don't want okay. you to learn anything about it. Don't okay. look it up. The less you know about this, the better. Is this what you wanted to tell me in the show? No, okay. it's well, the Resident we're, Evil we're, thing. Oh, okay, okay, that's fine. I thought I thought because he shows up and he's got a knife and he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I'll tell you about it on the show. <laughs> and I'm like, I just, okay. I cut my arm and expose a robot. <laughs> it's all right then. Uh, we're gonna cut to two songs. Come back, talk about what we did this past week uh, that we kind of already, you know, alluded, gave you a little bit of a taste test uh, earlier. Yes. This is Gamma Unchained by the Megas and Distress Signal by Laserhawk. I'm MG. I'm Dustin. You've been listening to the Experience Points Radio Show on Southeastern Zone. 90.9 KSLU. Initialization complete. System activation in 3.02 minutes. Hey, we're back on Southeastern Zone, 90.9 FM KSLU. Still the Experience Points Radio Show. I'm still MG. I'm Dustin. You just heard Distress Signal by Laserhawk, and we opened the whole thing up with gaming, um, Gamma Unchained excuse me, by the Megas. Uh, this is the segment where we talk about what we did last week. We already said that the Twitch stream on Monday kind of got cut short uh, due to technical, actual, really technical difficulties. Yeah. But not for our lack of trying. We we actually we got everything up and running in a matter of minutes, so uh, it's going to be really smooth once we get the electricity situation under control. So I'm pretty excited yes. about that part actually um i i was telling dustin during the break that uh, i'm like wheezing over here and he's like yeah, all right i was like i i played paintball and i don't know if you ever played paintball before but it's really fun i got shot in the rib though and it's like a lung Oof. shot so uh, and i know the person that did it i work with him he, he's one of my subordinates and he i was talking about it today in the staff meeting i said yeah i got shot in the ribs and i can't like sleep right and he's like yeah that was me i did that and i'm like oh and he goes he's so yeah, proud you didn't, you didn't see me, and I got you in the ribs. And I'm like, all right, there. This isn't going to reflect on your uh, review at all, you know. So, I've been kind of, I've been kind of limping along ever since Sunday, and it's been, um, it's been less than, uh, less than good. Um, and I realized that like I've, I've been. Um, mm. I've been talking so much, right? So, like, I teach on Tuesdays and Thursday nights. Uh, Monday, we were going to do the Twitch stream, so I had, I had spoken a little bit. I had worked up on that. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, uh, 
or this morning before uh, I gave another lecture at uh, actually right before we recorded this today. Um, I I was I was talking to someone on the phone, and I realized that my voice started to my voice started to go out, um, and it started to get really gravelly, like I had something in the back of my throat, and I needed to really like <clears throat> you know I needed to clear my throat or whatever. But I, mm-hmm. I didn't notice. I didn't hear my voice being different because you don't you don't hear drastic changes in your voice. It's not a drastic change in your voice, so I didn't hear it. And uh, all of a sudden, I realized that I started talking like Bob Vila off of like a 1980s version of This Old House, like a Bostonian <laughs> accent. Um, like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, we can go ahead and we can do this thing, and it'll be really, really easy. And I started doing that, and only after I got off the phone with the person I was talking to, I was in the office, did one of the guys in the office go... What accent were you doing? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, you were doing an accent. What accent? It was like, it was like no, a, been... a, a Boston accent. Were you doing a Boston accent? And I'm like, uh, not intentionally. He goes, yeah. And I was like, I recorded you. And they show, they let me hear it back. And I'm like, oh God, what accent am I doing? And I said, I'm gonna go get some water. So I went and I grabbed some water. So if I start mm-hmm. sounding weird, I'm, I'm looking at Dustin now. Just let me know, like Boston. You know, you need to unBoston yourself. I'll say clam chowder. Clam chowder. Clam chowder. I'm like, or I'll just say Ted in the yard. <laughs> Um, how are you, sir? I'm good. Um, right now, not too much. I've been playing through uh, Resident Evil 2, like I said. I mm-hmm. blew through it on both places. Like so a actually, traitor. Yes. I'm, I, d- I didn't mean to. I was like, oh, if you know exactly where to go and what to do, this game's very short. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the, most of my first playthrough was wandering around going, where do I go? Yeah. Uh, but when you know exactly where to go, what to do, and how to avoid zombies and not waste ammo. There, you, there's a game, there's a uh, someone out there completed it without touching a zombie. Without, yeah, I saw. Without, and it was like, wow, that's really, really You know good. what it reminds me of? Resident Evil 2, I've been looking at speedruns of the game. Speedruns of this game, I will say, I would use the term beautiful. Yeah. they. It's, it reminds me of Mario 64. Very elegant. They're, they're, yes. They just... It's a it's a master class of an efficiency. <laughs> okay. So I was looking at that, and the other game I've been playing is a little blast from the past. I've played it on my Switch. Is Zelda 2. Oh, wow. Zelda 2 Link's Awakening? Um... Uh, I'm the not side sure. scroller? Yes, uh, okay. that is correct. That's uh, Link's Awakening. I, oh, it's Link's Awakening. I just call it Zelda Two. Yeah, uh, Zelda but, not as good as the first one. It's it's very different. Zelda the side scroller. It is. Also, well, a lot of people say it's not as good as the first one. I will say this: there is. Oh, I'm a, sorry, Zelda Link's Awakening is, uh, I think, a link to the past on the Game Boy. Uh huh. Um, what is Zelda Two called? Just Zelda Two. I gotta, I gotta figure it out. Link's Awakening. Keep going, keep going. Oh, but so I'm almost finished Zelda Two. But this game likes to dole out the butt kickings. Oh yeah. It is a very. Um, it is very much in the realm of you kind of got to grind a little bit. It's the Adventure of Link. The Adventure of Link. It's it's very different from other Zelda games in that you level up. Yeah. There's a there was a hardcore there's an RPG element. I'm max level now. I can't get any better. But I'm at the last palace and I'm going to as soon as I can reach it, there'll be a day where I just take care of that. <laughs> but it <laughs> I'll is, just get right on that when I when I can. Yeah, but it is very much a the first game was the dungeons were a lot more intuitive and easier to navigate. Right. And it gave you a map. Zelda 2 does not feel the need to give you a map. It never gives you a map. Yep. Um, it's a very bizarre choice and a weird thing to go backwards on. But um, I used what I would guess is, if you didn't have a subscription to Nintendo Power back then, I don't know how you <laughs> were able to do this. You just talk to your friends who also have the uh, the game, right? Yeah. 
and sometimes I've had to go back to dungeons I've already completed just to get a flute or a raft. It's very irritating. Lots of backtracking. Lots of backtracking, but I want to beat every Zelda game. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know that's I know, hard to say. Ah, that's a tall order. That I is a tall smashed order. my knee on because this uh, studio we have, desk. We got. I mean, I haven't even touched the handhelds. See, and some of the, except, like, Min- the Minish Cap. Minish Cap is pretty good, and the Four Swords is pretty good. The the only exception being um, a Link Between Worlds. I did that. Yeah, one. that was good. But uh, Majora's Mask, I have not beaten. I have not beaten Majora's Mask. I have it for N64. I have to do that one day. Uh, but, yeah, my plan is to... I want to beat every single Zelda. And that's a tall order. Because some of these guys are on handhelds. And some of these guys are a little hard to get their my fingers on it. Uh, but I beat the first one. This is the second one. Um, so you're going through... Are you going following the uh, the Zelda chronology per the anniversary book? Or I, are you just pay, uh, playing them in whatever order you want? I would have to split myself into three different versions of right. myself and have them play simultaneously in order to do that. Uh, but I need to... Uh, you know, it's funny. I never... I played so much through Wind Waker, but I never finished it. Wind Waker was good. I liked Wind Waker... You know, I liked twilight princess a lot i like twilight princess more thinking about it than i did when i was playing it well i was about to say i like twilight princess in in like in concept mm-hmm. i liked uh what was the other one skyward sword skyward sword was okay mm-hmm. um uh, skyward sword Squ- Sky- skyward sword and twilight princess I, I played through beat those yeah of the two i'd have to say looking back on it now kind of Skyward Sword I enjoyed more. There's there's two different video game versions of myself, I feel like. There's pre-Dark Souls and there's post-Dark Souls. Oh, okay, okay. Actually, pre, actually I'd say Bloodborne because I started with Bloodborne. You know, I, th- I feel like this is maybe a good way of describing any gamer that's played those games. It's like, yeah. it's me before that and it's me ba- after that. Right, because what, cause what you expect from games and stuff like that is very different. Bloodborne feels a lot more rewarding than anything. Uh, and I was one of those people that's like, oh, this game's just difficult? How is that fun, you know? Right. But when I saw, you know, and my friend showed me Dark Souls when it first came out for 360, he's like, dude, it's awesome. You got to like, yeah, you get your butt kicked a lot. I'm like, I don't want anything to do with that. I don't want to get my butt right. kicked. Right, I don't enjoy losing or right. things like that. But it was that, uh, but when Bloodborne came out for PS4, I was like, this game's gorgeous. And this looks stunning, and that's actually how I got exposed to Game Grumps was playing. Uh, they, oh they yeah, okay. I could that, totally. Which was, I could totally. So it was less about. It was more about the the mm-hmm. overall change. Uh-huh. In because uh, I mean at that, at that point you're like you shifted in what a game could be, and you also yes. shifted in what the entertainment behind a game could be because yes. you experienced Game Grumps. Well, and that's the thing because as I was experienced, like this game is tough, but it's fair. The way people described it to me was like, "Oh, you're gonna die all the time." What they failed to mention was, "You're gonna die on the time all the time, but it's your fault most of the that's time." That's the that's the thing I hate. I hate games that just let you run through a barrage of bullets and never ever get hit or get like slightly hit, and it's okay. The uncharted thing. That's the uncharted thing. Like, it, okay, I've I'm running out of luck, but then my luck regain. You know, I regain my luck over. I don't know, hiding yeah, behind a barricade. A no, I should progressively or, get like a little more freaked out. I should get my butt kicked here if I right. make a mistake. Uh, and that's why, like, you know, it's a shame Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain did Took that. Took that, right? Like, I, I, appreciate, didn't. I appreciate the, the rations, mm-hmm. the ration system, the med, kit, the med kit from Tomb Raider. Like, I appreciate those because it's you have to think about and, and space it out. And I mean, like, okay, like easy mode, you'll get more rations than you ever need. And, right. you know, but it's, it's I don't know, it's hard. Managing your inventory and 
and kind of using your resources yeah. it's, is an important facet of those games. It's a special... Um, how did how did I, I phrase this at one point? It was like games are being more mainstream, which is great, but mm-hmm. in their in the in the quest for being mainstream, I feel like maybe they're ignoring some of those um, mechanisms and mechanics, yeah, those that, mechanics that that matter a lot more. Like the the first aid spray in Resident Evil Two, like that's a legacy mechanic at this point. Yeah, and, and I brought don't it up. like the first aid spray. Really? I, I it's funny you were mentioning you've mentioned that is that <laughs> the everything else about Resident Evil is like okay you got to mix these you can use this green herb now and get slightly or you can wait in hopes of getting a red herb so you can get a full heal later. First aid spray kind of spits in the eye of that because it's like okay you could just. You just can just use spray yourself, spray yourself now and just use it, and it's not really that's that seems like a lot less like. I understand this might be an area where you might be having difficulty, but making every other item I had to have a choice about. Every time I shot a round off, I had to make a decision about that. Right. First aid spray. There's no decision. I could just let myself get into the red and, and then just then, go first aid spray. Right. There was no. I didn't have to conserve. I didn't have to consolidate. I didn't have so to make it, a decision. It would have been better almost if they would have augmented that. Maybe in a different difficulty they do, but augmented it to where you can't use it if you're in the red. Like it doesn't do anything. Right. Or just get you to yellow. Right. Or so something like so, that. So uh, I thought that's what it did. I thought it was a one like sort of from red to yellow and from yellow to green. And that was it. It's, it's a full really, heal. It's red to green. It's red oh, to wow. green. Yeah. No, so I, take I can that let back myself then. get. I'd be. I'd be at yellow and I'm like oh, I'll let myself get hit. But no, I, I thought red, red. That would make you the uh, the superpower. That's what a green herb does. A green herb will go from red to yellow or yellow to green. Okay. I thought the first aid sprays mm-hmm. were the same way. And sometimes, sometimes, sometimes the damage is like there's a number and I've used a green herb and it didn't bring me to green. I'm like, okay, I must just be just below that. Thing. Right. Like I, the threshold is. Okay. Right. Okay. There's kind of yeah. a gapping threshold. I, I don't know. So Re- replaying, I did. I, I did the thing where I replayed all of the uh, old Tomb Raider games, and that was something that when I mm-hmm. got to the new Tomb Raider, um, and I, all I had to do was just like stay out of danger for a little bit. They took an Uncharted turn, which, yeah. you know, to be fair, Uncharted took a Tomb Raider turn, and then in uh, Legacy Tomb Raider turn, I, I, I missed the med kit. But at the same time, like, there were instances where I was like, I feel like an action star. This is really good, yeah. you know? And there was such a significant shift and change. With Resident Evil, um, I'm glad that it's still there. With, with Metal Gear Solid, I know we were talking about that a while back. Metal Gear Solid was interesting because there wasn't a long time. I Well, I feel there wasn't a long time, but it was probably something, like, ridiculous, like 10 years or 6 years or something between Snake Eater or, uh, I'm sorry, um, Metal Gear Solid 4. And Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, there was a big gap. Uh, or Ground Zeroes. So there was a huge gap between that. Well, and now we know it was because Kojima was arguing <laughs> with the studio up and down. Right. It was. Um, we know the see. reason behind it now. MGS Four. I want to. But you know, let's talk. Let's. I, I, I'd like to stay on the subject of med kits and game actually. June, because June, so June twelfth, two thousand eight is when it came out, and yeah. then. Uh, it was followed up by. Come on, give me the thing. Ground Zeroes, wasn't it? It was Ground Zeroes after... Oh, here we go, here we go. Uh, games. And that was um, a very weird release. Yeah, so... Oh, well, that was actually, f- actually, it was Revengeance. So, Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was oh. Peace Worker. So it was 2008. Oh, the portable 2008 one, yeah. was Guns of, uh, Guns of the Patriots. Mm-hmm. 2010 was Peace Walker. 2013 was Revengeance, which is non-canon, but still fits. And then 2014 <laughs> was Ground Zero. So if, okay. we, if we take Peace Walker out, it goes from 8 to 14. Yeah, I got bored with Phantom Pain pretty quick, though. I really enjoyed Phantom Pain, but I enjoy... I love Metal Gear Solid. Felt less risky. Oddness. 
Huh? It felt like less risk. I didn't feel like that tension I'd feel in Snake Eater. That's what um, I was expecting. Well, that's I, so I feel like Phantom Pain. What that's the nature of an open world. That is the nature of it being an open world game versus a siloed like I guess different scene type of game. Yeah, they could set it up better, but. Um, real quick, on the subject of med kits, I'm, like, thinking of, like, what game did, like, healing is a big element of games. Uh-huh. It's pretty common in almost everything you play. What And the medical kit has always been a very interesting tool to me. Right. On how that mechanic works, because every game can be a little different. Yeah, I mean, you've got the old school, like, Doom and Quake, where you just run over health packs. And yeah, you get that's it, the oldest And one, you have yeah. armor, and, you know, you run over armor points and pick those up as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Duke, Duke Nukem had a similar type of system, like Duke 3D. Um, yeah. The, uh, now there, there, I remember there being a... Uh, Mario. <laughs> you, you get a mushroom Mario. or not. You get a coin in the 64 version, yeah. or you get a mushroom or something like Sonic that. Sonic was rings. Sonic was rings. And Medica takes it on very different forms. Yeah. Now, there was one game, and, and please remind me of it, where your life bar was divided... I remember now. One of my... I think it was describe it because I want to see if I can guess it now. Uh, your health bar was divided up into segments and each time you healed, it would heal only a segment that you were missing before, depending on the health. Um, kit I, feel, I feel like a lot of those games, a lot of games have had mm-hmm. that. Which one are you thinking of? Far Cry. Far Cry did that. They introduced oh, that mechanic yeah. in three, I want to say, yeah. and maybe in two. You could, you could um, heal yourself, your if you were severely injured, you could do like a kind of thing, like take t- like a bandage, right? Like take out the bullet and you know wrap your arm. But up in or order something. to restore all those other ones, I like that mechanic. Yeah, that it's, was good. It, it, well, you had like a lower, like a primitive mechanic that would allow you to fix it, and then you had like right. the advanced mechanic of now I'm shooting myself up with you know numbing agent or you right. know, something advanced, some medicine. The only, the only, the problem with the mechanic, though, for me at least, was that you could do that anytime. So it became an errand you needed to run. And yeah, that's not the thing. Something I, to consider I'm fine when you with take on economy. Enemies. I'm fine with having mm-hmm. like a health economy, mm-hmm. and you know, ammo, you know, a, a weapons economy, and even like in in Metal Gear Solid Four, I think there was like a sanity in economy where you like had to like oh, a, stre- yeah, it, a stress you would economy. Be shaky. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had to like not stress out so much. I'm fine with different economies. Mm-hmm. What I'm not okay with is when games employ some type of. Um, Chore, like yes. some type of micromanagement system that has me just do a thing, like push a button, just right. just so that I can. Like the the neat thing about the rations was that there was there was some trade offs. You had the ration in your inventory and say Metal Gear Solid, and if you were to approach zero life, it would consume the ration should you have it equipped yeah. and give you the life back. Alternatively, you could just eat the ration right now and equip a different item. But again, if you take a big hit from a tank or something, yeah. then you would just die. Your so, prep work helped. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like you, you, you trade off being able to have an equipment item that you need, like maybe a motion tracker or something, mm-hmm. um, for the sake of not being able to die or, or not dying that time. Right. Um, downside to that is if you get hit and you would have died, uh, or you, you know, it, it will consume one and it'll use too many of them before you know it. You can't like, yeah, you can't uh, consolidate or can't uh, ration your rations in a weird way. I'm thinking of like of the video games. Uh, uh, there's two games I could think of that do medical kits very well. Uh-huh. Um, and they're very opposite of each other because I'm thinking of like first person games and third person games. Um, my, I think Left 4 Dead 
did a really good job of. Yeah. Ma- it was like, inter- here, have a health kit. Right. And that's the thing, integrating not just the shooting and the teamwork, uh, of integrating the me- medical kits as part of the teamwork element. Right. Because you could heal yourself um, or someone could heal you. Right. And either way, that person that's healing anyone is useless for a minute. Right. And that that carry, that makes the game a lot more dynamic. Yeah. Well, and, and it's one of those games you don't hear people play Left 4 Dead much anymore, but I know that, I, I know there's still a big pull to play Left 4 Dead. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's such a good game. It still holds up. The mechanics didn't really age much that I can remember. No, it, it like, was, the Left 4 Dead was very was simple, but it was a, it was a very solid, fun online game. Yeah, I don't, well, and that's the but thing. But Valve like, doesn't make games anymore, so. Well, no, but I mean, <laughs> Left 4 Dead 2, let's just say, like, it's still very, very, very high quality as a game. Like, I, I might go back to it, to be it'd honest. Be it'd be fun. It'd be, be fun. fun. I mean, I like, I like to, we could with maybe you. stream it. Um, let's cut to three songs and come back and talk about what, uh, talk about, keep talking about this, right? Yes. So, Bring Back Tsunami by Richie Branson, Game It Ain't No Game by Andrew Volt. He's a part of uh, Ludo, I think. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Man on Fire by The Megas. I'm MG. I'm Dustin. You've been listening to us rant about med kits on the Experience <laughs> yeah. Points radio show on Southeastern Zone. 90.9 KSLU. Perspective in a letter written from a true anime fan's perspective. Television's not the same. Hey, we're back on Southeastern Zone, 90.9 FM KSLU. Still the Experience Points Radio Show. I'm still MG. I'm still Dustin. That was the Megas with Man on Fire. Game and Animal Game by Andrew Volt. And the whole thing opened up with Bring Back Toonami by Richie Branson. I wish they would bring back Toonami. Uh, Toonami was awesome. Or if they would just maybe, uh, I don't know, put like... I also would be like, put it on Netflix, but no, maybe not. Nah. I liked, I liked the, uh, maybe like just Twitch Twitch chat it. Like, yeah. do, do Twitch of Toonami. Yeah. Maybe even just the old Toonami block. Oh, uh, before I forget, and people are like, nice. what was the second game you are going to say? Real quick, and I'm going to blow, blow through this real quick. Um, the second game that did healing very well, different very game, Witcher 3. Oh, Witcher 3 was such a good game yes. in almost every way. Yes. Uh, and it's, very, it, yeah. it's really weird, though. Like, I went back and I, uh, I've played... I've played Witcher 3 probably a total of like 350 hours now. And, oh, yeah. I'm, and it's like, it's, it's not bragging. I'm still not done with it. You know, yeah, it's just so either. much to it. Um, and I like to step away for a little while and go back every now and then because I'd like to, um, I like to see, I like to see how much a good game, like how good a good game can hold on. Yeah. Uh, because there are certainly games that look nicer than Witcher 3. And there are certainly games that have a lot more going on. Um, I guess in the in the the, the micro story, mm-hmm. but as far as the world, like Witcher's Three World is just so good. So I I, yeah. I don't know. I go back every now and then uh, and I do that. I don't know how much time I'm gonna have though because I'm, I'm almost to the end of Red Dead. Oh goodness. Two, um, and I just got Kingdom Hearts Three. So yes, I will be spending a significant amount of time. I know what it'd be really nice to kind of go through, like take an hour and dissect the story up until now. Um, so that people can have a chance to play Kingdom Hearts 3 because I know some people maybe aren't so maybe people aren't interested in Kingdom Hearts because they look at it and they think it's just this anime thing uh-huh. or this Disney thing 
and uh, it is kind of both of those things, but it's so much more. The story is really convoluted, um, and it, it it definitely felt more than an hour. I think yeah. of of that. So I, don't I, know. I I like somebody posted like explaining the story, and I'm like on YouTube, and I'm like I don't know. It's it's tough. It's tough to explain the story because it is kind of convoluted. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a lot. Like it's just it's very much up its own butt about a bunch of things. Like it doesn't take itself very seriously, mm-hmm. and it disregards some of its own like lore history or whatever whenever it's convenient um, but I, I've got to say like I've watched worse movies that I've enjoyed you know like I, I, I can totally I enjoy the series very very much I'm going to play it it's going to be fantastic and I've got to say like people love to hate Kingdom Hearts uh, sometimes but then there's also like a bunch of those people out there that just fanboy and fangirl around real hard about it um, it's it's getting really good reviews so I, I don't good, good. I don't think I'm going to be disappointed but I'm actually I'm staying away from the reviews other than seeing okay that number is isn't a bad number you know it's mm-hmm. not a bad number of stars um i wanted to i wanted to talk about uh some of the stuff that's kind of happening though especially about kingdom hearts 3 um because last uh week um i, I didn't do this because I, I constantly go do i need a playstation 4 pro like that's the question i ask I'm like do mm-hmm. i need a ps4 pro and yeah i've seen the analytics for what the who plays it best and everything like that right ps4 pro and xbox one x are just killing it like yeah xbox one x is the 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 one they said is probably the the highest one right and it does depend on the game but yes Mm -hmm. i and it's one of those things where i have a substantial amount of ps4 games i only have a handful of xbox one games so if i had to choose the console that i would play more of it's going to be the playstation 4 so i'm thinking okay do should i you know get the spider-man bundle or should i get the red yeah. dead redemption 2 bundle or should i get this in in you know in, in theme i know it's the kingdom hearts 3 bundle right well i'll tell you you might have a problem with that i, I think i as well as a bunch of other people would have had a problem with that pre-orders uh, are being canceled for yes. the kingdom hearts ps4 pro bundle gamestop and all of their infinite something or other. And who couldn't be bought out, by the way. No one wanted to buy them. No. <laughs> but we're not talking about that. <laughs> um, they were worth ga- $5 in trading cards. Games. <laughs> <laughs> but we just bought this game last year. Yeah, we just bought this company. <laughs> um, so per GameStop's uh, Twitter... Um, they said, unfortunately, we did not have to, or we did have to cancel a few customer pre-orders on the limited edition Kingdom Hearts 3 PlayStation 4 Pro console system due to overselling the numbers of units we had in our inventory. Earlier today, we notified those customers impacted, refunded them their money, and gave them a $25 GameStop credit for them to use online for their next purchase. I'm going to say this. I would have had my hopes so high. I know. Um, to then just get the thing canceled and the only consolation was $25. Yeah. That would have been a slap in the face. That, I, see, I would have, I would have. You could have charged me 25 more dollars and actually given me the product I bought. I would have, I would have given them Kingdom Hearts would have been my thing. Oh, oh yeah. So, so you're not going to get the bundle, but we're going to give you the game. We'll give you the game. So sorry. effectively it will refund your money and then we'll eat the $40 extra, or I'm sorry, the uh, 60 bucks, $60 extra cost. No, and, screw that. Give me the digital deluxe. I want yeah. the art book. Give me, yeah. I want, look, you're going to have Haley Joe Osment come to my house <laughs> yeah. and we're going to sit down and eat Cheetos. With his know? super double chin. His, his mega neck beard. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that would have, that would have been upsetting to me. Um, in other uh, things not being handled quite the right way in news, uh, are you excited about Anthem before before I talk to you about this? Anthem, of course, is EA and Bioware's big Look. new giant thing. All right. After, uh, it's the reason that Mass Effect Andromeda apparently was terrible, even though it wasn't as bad as I think people always remember. Come so. here. 
Come here. Come here. Okay. Not you. Not you. Not you. Oh, I want anybody listening. Come here, real quick. Get closer to your. Anybody listen? If you get all butthurt about EA as a company because they do something really bad and you don't like, they make video games. These aren't. This isn't an oil company dumping off runoff into a water supply. At the end of the day, they make a garbage game, and it hurts no one. It's <laughs> they are not Doctor Evil. Right. So, having said that, they you oh you don't like what they did to Star Wars? I don't like what George Lucas did to Star Wars. Okay. So I, was, I didn't realize I I cut you open and jumped just, on that nerve. Over sorry, there. it's just like you guys were like they make games, dude. They they haven't well, they murdered don't even make anybody. Games. They they just give people money and force their force their opinion on. Yeah, they're really bad. They're bad at they're it. Bad project managers. But the but, amount of passion you have for going after these guys, there's a million other companies that get that should be on your hit list first. Well, it also would be nice if you took that passion and made your own game. Yeah, you know? like, just do. That. And I'm sure there are people doing that. It's just like, dude, relax a little bit. Having said that, I hope Anthem's good. Mm. I hope Anthem is a good game because you know why? Because if people buy it and they play Play it, and they make, and it makes them happy. That's a good thing. Awesome. That's an awesome thing. So I hope it's good. Is it going to be good? Hmm. Well, based on the gameplay I've seen and everything like that, there's going to need to be a little bit more depth to it. It looks like it could be a fun idea, but it looks like a third-person Destiny game, and I think everyone is destinyed out. I hope it's good. I think EA's reputation, though, will not help sales. I think they have now done... They can make the best game in the world now, and it won't do well. And I think the VIP demo and their servers going down didn't help matters either. Right, so that was what I wanted to... That's. Uh, I knew what you wanted to talk that's about. That's what I wanted to talk about. So, do I hope Anthem is a success? Yes, I hope it's a success, because people work really hard on these games. Yep. It's, this, it's the people you don't like or the people at the top that are making these creative decisions. After Star Wars got the license only to EA, we've had, somebody pointed out, we've had very few Star Wars games come out. Only had two, and both of them were kind of middling at best. Right. First one really sucked. Second one was better, but it was latent with microtransactions. You, you're you aware that we only have about 23 days. Anthem comes out in 23 days. Oh, it's, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that was the thing. That was the that was the problem. That was the big the hubbub quotes hubbub about the demo not doing so well was because it comes out in less than a month and the demo that's supposed to do server testing didn't hold much water. It was it was well, real bad. They're gonna do well. Bethesda. Hopefully, they can pass figure. the baton of incompetent well, servers. <laughs> Because uh, I think Fallout 76 rolled out a patch that brought back some even older problems. Oh, they did. Uh, they've they've lost 82 percent of their entire um, player Game's base. Dead. It's it's going to be. I was bad. I know we did a show about it, but once that kind of numbers, even if you fix everything and get it back up with Fallout 76, your player base is gone. No, you've ruined it. I mean, very few this people can like, No Man's Sky. It. This isn't like No Man's Sky that can sit on there. Yeah. You have to have an environment, a multiplayer, in order for it to work. I agree. I'm going to so. have to. I, I realize now I'm going to have to uh, check that where you. Got really loud, and the microphone was like, "Oh, that peaked." <laughs> yeah, that, but it conveyed a it conveyed a sentiment. I'm not I'm not saying EA is a good video game company. By well, far, they're not. No, I mean, I, I don't want them to date my mom, but I mean, at the same time, right? Like, but it's like people it, who go like, "I hate this actor" or whatever. Like, uh, do you? You never met them. No, in your they're life. just playing a person. Yeah, you know, you don't like their style or something. 
We, uh, we're out of time. We're going to leave you with two songs, though. Dawn of the New by 6-2 Sounds and On and On by Kirby Crackle. Catch us this upcoming Monday. Uh, we'll post it on social media. 7 to 9. 7 to 9. EXPpoints.com slash social. Like and subscribe all of our stuff and keep up to date with what we're doing. Oh, we're going to have a special guest this Monday, too. Oh, we have a special guest this Monday. Miranda Flake. Oh, yeah, Miranda. From a radio station. She hosted STEM Science Radio in there. That's right. So she's going to be coming in with us. Awesome. Fantastic. Does she get scared? Yeah, she does. She screams. Ooh, it's nice. Yeah. That's nice. We'll have an extra <laughs> mic set up just for her. <laughs> awesome. We'll see you guys there. Uh, until then, thanks. Catch us back uh, next week from 9 to 10 as well. Mm-hmm. And until then, we'll see you uh, We'll see you next time. I'm MG. I'm Dustin. And you've been listening to the Experience Points Radio Show on Southeastern Zone. 90.9 KSLU. KSLU.